Greetings, and welcome to another episode of my award-winning podcast, Dr. Essie Speaks. This is your host, Dr. Essie McCoy. As always, I hope that my podcast is inspirational, motivational, and educational so that it will enhance and transform your life. To my listeners, thank you for allowing me to share with you each week. Today's show is with a spotlight on our anthology project. That's right, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence, a 52-week journal, Exceed, Discover, Recover, and Release. I, as you know, had the opportunity to be a part of this project with my guests and feel so blessed to have been a part of it. And I can tell you, she is simply a woman of God. Let me just say, I'm fortunate to know her and collaborate with her on this amazing project and all of the wonderful women that joined us. She is doing some outstanding work in the world of ministry and making a powerful impact. My honored guest is none other than Apostle Wanda Sykes. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. First, the title of her entry in the anthology is You Can Recover Your Hope and Your Life. Wanda Sykes is a native of Baltimore, Maryland. Her first book is I Was a Hypocrite. Now I am delivered and set free. Elder Sykes writes from a personal place, allowing her journey in life to bring character and truth to her book. She incorporates her walk with Christ and lessons learned to illuminate the true meaning of deliverance. In 2008, her first publication entitled, Once Again, I Was a Hypocrite, Now I'm Delivered and Set Free, was released. From 2001 until 2008, Apostle Sykes traveled the nation for work in ministry. During this time, she found her greatest strength and mind to write. Her work in the medical field, coupled with her work in ministry, aid her as she works to help others to be in good health and prosper, even as their souls prosper. I Was a Hypocrite, Now I Am Delivered is revised and released as our own truth and claim your deliverance. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, I'll give my guest, the phenomenal Apostle Wanda Sykes, an opportunity to share with our listening audience. As always, remember to visit my website at www.drsespeaks.com, where you can find all my books about school transformation, school leadership, motivation, and inspirational topics, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon and international best-selling books. I'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks, 
your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie McCoy. My special guest, I've told you, let me tell you again, it is none other than Apostle Wanda Sykes, a truly awesome individual in so many ways. She is such a positive example who has made a tremendous impact and continues to break barriers. Thank you and congratulations to you on all of your success, Apostle Sykes. I know that this evening my listeners will benefit greatly from our conversation. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being my special guest and tell us, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous and thank you for the awesome invite. Indeed. And once again, thank you so much. You are just really doing so many powerful things. I had an opportunity to take um, a preview of your chapter. And I can tell you, I'm just in awe. And so I want you to tell us anything else that you want us to know about you and give us a peek into your chapter. You can recover your hope and your life. Well, first and foremost, um, I give God all the glory and the honor. My life is definitely, I tell people, no different than yours. Everybody got triumphs, everybody got trials, and we all got victories. It depends on how you look at yourself. And so until you're positive about you, everything will look gloom and doom. But my new project that I'm working on right now is a community project. It's here in Chesapeake, Virginia, and it's uh, called Atlantic City Park. I'm collaborating with uh, Antioch Ministries to help bring new development to the Atlantic Park for that area. So right now we are collecting surveys to see the very needs of the people so that we can have uh, a big outturning. The city is working with us um, so that the kids will have somewhere to go and play. Um, so that's what that's my big project that I'm working on now. Well, indeed, congratulations to you. And anytime you talk about kids, when you said a community project and you know the kids don't have anywhere, my heart started to melt. And I can tell you, kids are at the center of what I do and what I've done my entire career. Um, but you also talked a little bit about you know being positive about you. Your life has been no different from anyone else's. You may just have had different trials, different challenges, but yet and still you learn to be positive. So tell us what really inspired um, the idea for your chapter in the book. What inspired me was um, I was a person told that I couldn't have any kids and God blessed me with a child in 1980. After the birth of the child, 10 days later, um, she was chronically ill. Um, was pronounced literally, clinically dead three times. And I watched God perform the miracle. You know, you hear that in the Bible when it said Lazarus come forth. I know about that. Uh, when you talk about uh, peace be still, when he told the winds and rain to be still, I know about that. When they talk about, uh, when he said you can cross on the water, and that means you have to stay focused. And when he took his eyes off of God, that's when he began to uh, drown. I know about that. So my inspiration definitely comes from the miracles that God performed with my daughter. Um, her disease is pseudo-hypoaldosteronism, renal tubule acidosis type for a tongue twister, isn't it? However, they all the kids died uh, before they were five. And, and in that time, they were mentally retarded and some other ailments going on. But I'm here to report victory. My daughter's 42. She has two master's degrees. She has finished school. 
Um, she's doing phenomenal things. And you love kids, so do she. Chesapeake Public School System, she's now downtown working. So that's my inspiration, to watch the victory in her life, to watch God perform. When man said no, God said yes. And when it comes to revamping and being positive, it's because I had to change me in order to help her. If I stayed negative and oh, why me? She wouldn't be where she is now with prayer and the help of God. So sometime in order to help others, you have to believe in who you are first to give them a glimpse of what can happen for them. So that was my inspiration. Oh, what a powerful inspiration. And you know, you talked about that being a miracle. Indeed, that is a miracle. And God is good. And we know that prayer will change things. And all the time, he is so good. And so thank you for sharing that. And tell us about your um, decision to actually share that with the world and your journey in the writing process. Um, believe it or not, my first book was named Corinne, and it was with Zandavon, who rejected it. They told me that it wasn't such a time for anything like that. So my uh, encouragement came from a good friend of my mom's who told me never, never, never give up. So I sat down in a travel assignment one day and I said, I'm going to do this. So I started writing it and I started saying, someone else needs to know, especially me being in the medical field. I've watched people lose hope. I've watched people get the news from a doctor and no one there to tell them this too can pass. Um, you can recover from this. It's going to be okay. So I've learned to validate people where they are and then help them succeed past where they think they can't go. So that's what it came from, being out on the field, um, watching other people go through. And then I decided it's time to tell my testimony to let them know they're not by themselves, a little different. You're going a little different way, but the same results can be yours. Amen. And you know what I heard from all of that? Basically, rejection led you to your perfection and you were able to share your story. So thank you for sharing and thank you for giving so many people hope. That's what we need. That is a beginning step. And so thank you once again. And tell us a little bit more about your um, prior writing extensively, your books that you've been involved in. And tell us a little bit about those experiences and how you came about saying yes to those particular experiences. Well, being in the church from Catholicism to holiness to Pentecostal movements, AME, et cetera, um, I found that we have a way of going to church, but don't have a relationship with the person we're supposed to be having a relationship with. We love people. But do we, did we really love God? So I was end up going through all of the stuff I was going through because I was not having a relationship with the Lord. So when I, when I found um, my personal relationship for real, like I, as I tell people, for real, for real, <laughs> found my personal relationship with God, I was able to see who I was, understand that I was beautifully and wonderfully made in him. From that, it gave me the encouragement to be able to reach out to others and say, when we own us, own what we did, own who we are, it will help us to advance, to be better. You don't have to stay there. I tell people all the time, we all got a past. So when people throw your past at you, if you owned it, it won't bother you. Yeah, I've been there, done that. And what? 
So you cannot stop me from clamming or being who I, who God authentically originated me to be because I own my mess. So that was my encouragement, watching people sit in church um, and just be miserable. And I said, you know what, let me tell them the truth. Um, when they say go out into the hedges and the highways to proclaim the gospel, uh, you know, I'm just going to be real blunt right here. Um, you always go out there and tell people, come on, let's get the prostitutes off the corners, the drug dealers off the corners, stop the women from shacking, all of that. You're telling them to do it, but are you giving them resources how to do it? So Amen. when it, so if that's all they know, so why don't you tell them who you were and how God took you and brought you from that? Because I tell people in a minute, that's my slogan, a whore, no, a whore, and a prostitute, no, a prostitute. If he can do it for you, he can do it for them. And you know what's so amazing? We all have a story and some people are just forthright and they don't mind sharing their story. And, you know, you talked about a relationship with God for real, for real. And that can bring about so many amazing things in your life. And you also talked a little bit about the ownership of who and what um, you are. And so once again, thank you. And so, you know, there are people with so many wonderful stories, so many stories that um, they've experienced tragic um, situations, um, challenging um, issues, and just very distraught and just want to give up. So we know that we all have a story. So what advice would you give a writer who is writing their very first book? I mean, they just have it in them, but they are so afraid to do it. Get a pen and paper and a, and, and a notebook and just start writing. Um, you're going to find clarity when you just begin to write. Right now, we're not when you're starting, you're not talking about a chapter. You're talking about what you feel. You want to write it down. Once you write it all down, then you'll notice it's a book. And then you can start putting chapters to it. Um, so my, my advice to you is never say never. Get a pen and paper. Don't worry about the spelling. Don't worry about the grammar. Just do it. Just start writing. I found in my writing, I cried. I found, mm, feel that. I cried. But I found that things that was hidden in my heart that I couldn't speak, I was able to write. So that's what I would say to him. Get a pen and a paper. Start well, writing. I can tell you, um, I love your advice. Just start. And, you know, writing can be so healing for so many people because I've been in those places where I wanted to just pour my heart and soul into whatever I was writing, whether it was a book, a chapter writing for a project. Um, you know, I've been very blessed in that I have an opportunity to write a lot and I write educational articles, but I think the most profound part of my writing process is when I get to open my heart up and just share with others. And it's amazing when you share that and people read that and they send you emails and text messages and write you and say, oh my goodness, I had that same experience. Um, and it's amazing. It is powerful. So yeah. thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Have you Amen. ever had a mentor or a writing coach? And if so, tell us about that. And it may have been somebody who you did not say you're my writing coach or, you know, you're my mentor. But how did you really develop to where you are today? My mother has um, a few friends. And um, I always call them aunties. 
There was one particular, her name is Catherine Green. She's been blessed to get her wings. And was, she was a licensed uh, social worker. And auntie would say to me all the time, you have been set aside, Wanda, to break the very curses of the, of the, of the curse that are on the women in your family. And I used to say to our aunt, what are you talking about? And so she says, if you ever take the time to really write your story, that's how I started. Take the time to really write your story. You're going to come out of your depression. And I said, well, auntie, I want to have gastro bypass surgery. She says, well, let me tell you again. If you ever start writing your story, you'll find you don't need gastro bypass surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she made this promise to me. She said, if you take a year to just write it all down, just, just keep writing, give it to me and I will read through it and edit it for you. She said, but keep writing. And she said, and if you have not lost weight in that year's time, I will pay for the gastro bypass surgery and buy you a whole new wardrobe. She said, but I promise you, once you start writing, you're going to find out that you, your depression and all of that stuff is hidden because you won't speak. So write it. Her name is Catherine Green. Amazing. Yes. And it sounds like you wrote to release. Your writing is all about releasing. And, you know, I always say that with age and experience, there is wisdom. And your aunt had so much wisdom. Um, so I know you're grateful for the impact that she made in your life. Yes, yes, yes. I remember and traveling. And uh, because I traveled for a living, um, I did cardiac ultrasound. And nevertheless, I was over in Grand Haven, Michigan. And they kept telling me, the people kept saying all the time, where you live across the bridge. And I said, what is across the bridge? I didn't understand. And of course, who did I call? Auntie Cat. I said, Auntie Cat, I'm up here in Grand, uh, Grand Haven, Michigan. And they keep telling me across the bridge and across the bridge is Muskegon. What is that? She said, let me send you a book, baby. So you'll know exactly where you are and why they keep telling you, go back across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And, you know, I always say that all cities and towns and places, they have a place that is called across mm -hmm. the bridge. And we mm -hmm. all know that too well. Mm -hmm. And so what has been, no matter what writing project you have been a part of, what has been the most valuable piece of advice that someone gave you? I know you talked about your auntie. Um, you can talk about somebody who is in the professional arena, but just that valuable piece of advice that you've used to um, catapult you to where you are today. My name is Orene Miller. She was, uh, I say, one of the greatest librarians over at Norfolk State University. And she used to, I call her auntie as well. And the advice she gave me was, you can write but you have to be able to understand how to write. So she used to tell me to sit down, pull out strategies, pull out different literature, um, watch how the person put it together. She said, call publishing companies, have them send me how they set books up. She said, and then go back to all of your writing and start putting it together like that. So her name was Aureen Miller and that's the advice she gave me. It's one thing to do it. It's another thing to understand why you're doing it and how it's to be done. Oh, my goodness. That is so powerful. And, you know, you started your chapter off with, I'm going to quote, life has a way of killing our faith 
burying our dreams and resurrecting our hope. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, killing my dreams would be um, becoming, um, expecting a child uh, when I was engaged, which led me to stop nursing school uh, when I thought I would never be a nurse again. And then when she was born to know that she was ill, um, but had no clue that that was the best nurse I could ever be. <laughs> um, my dreams I felt were killed because I've always wanted to travel, be in a, a military and just keep going with being a nurse and a nurse practitioner. So then um, when she was sickening and she was near death, I just felt I had no hope. The recovery came or the victory came is when I watched me take the word for what it is, speak the word over my daughter and watch God perform, which brought me back my hope. And it also brought me back my dreams. And as we have on here, see, discover, recover and release. I exceeded the expectations of what man said could not happen. I discovered the victory in the word of God. I recovered everything the devil thought he was going to take. And what did I release? I released all of the joy and the hope and the victory and telling people he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. And you know what? I thank you for sharing that. And you ended your chapter with, and I quote, women of virtue, your faith is alive. Your dream is alive. Your hope is alive. Women of virtue, exceed all your expectations. Discover what you never knew existed. Live in a place of victory and release all of the promises for your life. And you are doing that. And so again, thank you. Thank you for having me. And Dr. Essie Speaks is really all about sharing resources, information, motivating, encouraging other people to achieve their goals. What overall advice, resources, it can be about life, it can be about more about the writing process. Um, just share with us a little bit and share your contact information as well. Well, I would say to anybody, um, it's something that I do, I do, um, I affirm myself. Uh, I pat myself on the back. When I'm down, I said, okay, I give myself a minute or two right there. Validate where you are. Validate your feelings and then pick yourself up. And if it means you pull your own shoulder and pull yourself up, you do it. And you stand in the mirror and you find words that are comforting for you. I could do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Yeah, that's scripture. But what works for you? Girl, you are bad something. Did you see yourself today? So that's the things I will tell you. Life has a way of, of doing some crazy things. I want you to, I tell people, validate where you are. Experience where you are. And then after you experience, get up from there. Don't stay there because you can recover it all. Um, my information, you can always find me on Facebook under Wanda Sykes. Um, and then if you need to email me, it will be wvsitesministries at gmail.com. Affirm, validate, and get up. You heard it from Apostle Sykes. Thank you so much for being my special guest today to share with the listeners. Continue doing the impactful things that you are doing and may God continue to bless you with making a powerful impact. So thank you so very much, Apostle Wanda Sykes.
Thank you so much for having me and thank you for your encouragement. This was my first podcast. You made it so easy for me. And I thank you for it because you allowed me to be myself. And I appreciate that. Again, thank you for having me. Indeed. Thank you. And you know, you spoke from the heart and that's what it's all about. Really speaking from the heart, speaking into the lives of others and just making a difference and giving back. We all have to reach back in order to move forward and help our young people and people in all walks of life to just continue to know that, hey, I've been there, I've experienced that, but my God is greater than any challenge, any issue, any roadblock that I may face. Just keep moving forward. So thank you again. And to the listeners, I say thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.drsespeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platforms, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy. Don't delay. Get your copy of the 52-week journal, Exceed, Discover, Recover, and Release. And remember to join me each Sunday at 5.30 for Dr. Essie Speaks. Thank you again. And as I always say, motivate and inspire others to make their lives better and our world a better place. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and make a positive difference in the lives of others.